This is Worship God, a podcast of the Gospel Coalition Canada. Worship God is designed to equip worshipers and worship leaders for Christ-centered worship. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Worship God, the Gospel Coalition Canada's podcast to equip worship leaders, worship pastors, those working worship ministry, and just by extension, anybody who loves Jesus and and loves to worship, we're here for all of you. Thanks for being with us again today. I'm Jody Cross, and I'm the lead pastor at South Shore Bible Church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada. With me from Aurelia, Canada is Rob Brockman. Rob's the associate pastor at Cornerstone Baptist and uh, all the way in the west coast of Canada, Mr. Pat Sabell, who's the worship pastor at Midtown Church in Vancouver. Hello, guys. Good to see you once again. Hey, Jody. Hey, Jody. Well, uh, we have lots of fun and interesting guests. And today, everybody, I want to introduce you to uh, Jerry Heinhold. Heinhold, excuse me. And he is from a place called Katy, Texas, which is just outside of Houston. Jerry, it's really good. And uh, we're so glad to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Yeah, you are the uh, first person from Texas, so we're expecting this to be big. (laughs) Awesome! (laughs) Wow, (laughs) a lot, lot of uh, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure pressure there. So we'll see. (laughs) So you know, it's interesting how we we get guests, and and Jerry, uh, we had a connection because somebody who was watching our podcast, who's a Canadian, is connected to your church down in Texas. I think that's a parent who's. Uh, son or daughter is involved with the program that we're going to be talking about today that at uh, Grace Fellowship where you serve and in the worship ministry and and so we uh, contacted Jerry and had a little chat about what was going on and we were really encouraged and convicted about the whole issue of investing in and training up young people for worship ministry so helping them to become worshipers helping them to develop as musicians and that's something that we on this podcast are really passionate about I'm personally passionate about it. I know the other guys are too. And I'm currently, Jerry, looking very much forward to hearing what you're doing because I'm embarking on this very thing in a new church that I'm in uh, with a number of students. Uh, Like as we speak, I've got a guitar lesson in uh, two hours for a 15-year-old. So I'm doing it. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you're you're saying. So uh, Jerry, first of all, as we start off, tell us about yourself and um, then tell us about the program at Grace Fellowship Church that you're doing with youth. Sure. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, my title is uh, Student Worship Director, um, and uh, I've been here since 2005 as really just a member of the church and a volunteer who early on when I came in, somebody said, hey, you like students and you like worship. Um, Why don't you come and hang out with us as we have our rehearsals with our student worship bands? And so um, literally I have been there every Saturday since and Sunday since. Um, And then in 2011, they hired me uh, to actually do this full time. And so I've been doing that. Uh, Married to an awesome uh, woman of God, uh, Jenny. And I have, we have two awesome uh, kids um, that are getting older now somehow that happens uh, you blink uh-huh. a couple of times I have a <laughs> mm-hmm. daughter Mariah who actually just graduated from college and a son who's in the middle of college a sophomore uh, Mariah and Micah and so family is a blessing um, and here at Grace Fellowship um, it it's amazing uh, what what we have here it's very unique um, as far as our student worship ministry goes uh, as i as i go around and and talk to different churches and get to to hear about different things that are going on um, it's it's very rare that i find something kind of like this and and i didn't start it 
uh, honestly, it's like 100% God started um, before I got here, just some students that um, wanted to jump in and start leading, helping to lead worship. And that, you know, the couple of students that did that literally started a movement hmm. that um, today is 45 students, uh, each year about 45 students, who have, we have four different student worship bands that lead worship for three different student worship services every Sunday. Hmm. Um, and it is an amazing movement um, to get to see what God does to grow the passion for for himself and for worship um, and for each other. And I mean, I, could, I, mean, I can go on and on um, about just how amazing what God's doing and what he's done over the years. And just for me to jump in and be a part of it and take it um, through since 2011, um, getting to, to lead the team of volunteers, parents, um, adults uh, that that kind of help lead and mentor these students is amazing. Um, they uh, we have a, a developmental program, which is basically uh, it's it's not um, just hey you know we need somebody to lead worship. So yeah, you you guys know how to play guitars and, and pianos and stuff. Why don't y'all do it? Um, it's it's so much more than that, and uh, mm. that's why I'm excited to get to kind of share that with you guys and. Um, but first and foremost, I just uh, want to always say that God built it, um, and we just, me and the the adults, the volunteers, uh, we get to just kind of just see it through and and help kind of of uh, usher what God's doing. So it's mm. it's a really cool opportunity to be there. Jerry, I was thinking, uh, God knows, a couple months back, where I spent about an hour on the phone with you and first time met you uh, on the phone and. Uh, just hearing uh, what the Lord is doing down there, I I, I left that conversation convicted. Mm. I think first and foremost of uh, my lack of sometimes thinking about you know it's always the the big band and it's the Sunday gathering, right. and often it's uh, uh, there's not a lot of emphasis or moments put on there. And I was reminded of Psalm seventy eight that that speaks of one generation telling the next about the greatness of the Lord. And and uh, like practically, I, I think that's what you guys are doing down there. But could could you walk us through a bit of like, when we talk about that, you know, telling the next generation about the greatness of the Lord, there's a desire that you have that, that these younger people who, who have musical gifting or, yeah. You know, uh, how how are you guys going about that um, sure. to say, hey, we're going to raise these guys up, and, and we're going to take we're going to take others in our church that have already gone before and 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 invest in this next generation. Just tell us a bit about the program. Sure. Yeah, I mean, my passion it stemmed out of honestly being mentored and given the opportunity as as a young person in high school to get to not only learn and grow and be mentored but then to actually step up and lead and that's that's my passion um is to help the next generation step up and then let them step up and i think that's a lot of times we 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 can easily want to train and teach and then and we just like always stay under me you know like um there's and this is nothing wrong with this and that's you know one thing but just what what i like what i see working for us here is i'm not on stage like i'm not leading worship every sunday um the students are and and you know there are times when we'll get up there on you know on stage with them and play um but m like literally 95 percent of the time 
it is students leading worship for other students and for the mm. adults that are in the room as well. And, um, and so I love to get to see that. And what, what comes out of that, um, the growth that we see in that is, is literally amazing. Um, and so sometimes it's hard to step back. It, really just us adults, we want to make sure that it's perfect and make sure that, you know, all, you know, the chords are hit, you know, make sure that, that the flow is all that good. And, and all that stuff is important. And we do, we want to teach them that we want to teach them to get there. Um, but it's a little messy, you know, it's not always perfect. There's things that happen and stuff, but I find that in the challenging times in the times where they do make mistakes, whatever, having that happen underneath mentoring relationships they grow more than they would if we just always did it for them. We never let them fall, never let them make mistakes. And so sometimes us coaches, we're sitting, you know, behind the sound booth, they're doing something and, and the students are doing their thing, whatever, and, and something goes wrong. And we don't typically just automatically run up there on stage and like, oh, no, 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 that, that's, we got to fix that. Sometimes we kind of just, all right, let's let this, let's see what they do. Let's, let's see what happens. Um, how do they grow through this? And to see, you know, some of those students step up and be like, hey, hey, what about this? Let's, we could do this instead. That it wasn't working, whatever. Um, they grow more whenever we allow that. And then there are times, obviously, when, when something goes wrong and, I mean, you know, sometimes it's not about music. It could be a personal conflict or whatever. And we'll, we'll step in and go like, you know, hey, what went well there? What, what didn't go well there? Um, what, what did you learn? And then we'll have that opportunity. That's kind of the mentoring and stepping in to kind of help. So the next time this happens, hey, here's here's something that I that I've that God showed me in my life. Um, and so it's more of walking alongside of them, um, not dragging them along um, the way. And I, I think that that's one of the things we've learned a lot. Um, teaching them about worship uh, is super important, and we do a lot of that. Um, obviously, you know we're created <laughs> to worship. And so that's a huge part of what we do. Um, and I could talk about that for a long time. Um, but the funny part I think about what we're doing here is we're, we're teaching them to be, to be leaders. And that goes even beyond on the stage. Hmm. Um, it goes far beyond the stage. It, it really talks about what they're doing in all of their life. Um, mm -hmm what has God created in you? And each student brings a different aspect to that. Um, not all of them are going to walk out of here as uh, graduating high school and go off and be, you know, the next Chris Tomlin or something. They're not. And we, and we don't have that expectation. We want them to be some of the, some of the best church members, worship band members, um, a team at their work somewhere. And the skills and the, the abilities that they've learned here um, to walk with Christ in a daily life, to interact with people, to be on a team, to consider others better themselves, uh, to make allowance for one another's faults, all those things that, that they're learning. Some of that has to do with music and some of it doesn't. Um, and we really feel like it's, it's more than just we're raising up worship leaders. We're raising up, raising up people that will live a lifestyle of worship. Mm. Um, and so that's, that's super important to us and, and how we do that. Everything is kind of geared towards that. Um, so. I think this kind of conversation around discipleship and worship is pretty pretty key. You know, I grew up, we talked about on episode 25, Advice for Aging Worship Leaders. You know, I talked about how I didn't grow up with a worship pastor. I didn't grow up with any kind of intentional discipleship in the worship realm. And to me, it was reading books and like DVD series and stuff like this. But, you know, one of, one of the key things for the future of worship ministry, especially we're speaking primarily to Canadians, 
And I think we, a lot of us as kind of guys who are getting older in the tooth, and I'm still kind of young in the tooth, but we often talk about how, man, there's not a lot of up and coming worship leaders in Canada. And, you know, we want to know how do we get better at discipling and raising up this next generation of worship leaders um, that I never had when I was when I was younger. So what would you say are the key things that you're trying to instill in these young leaders like you got a bunch of young people and maybe and and you know in our podcast you maybe you're speaking to a worship leader in a church who's got a couple maybe one or two young people beneath them what are kind of the key things that they should be focusing on as as they try to instill character stuff value stuff into these leaders what what are you guys doing yeah so um Honestly, the, the most important thing is to, to realize that they have been called. Um, I feel like a lot of students today, and even maybe some of us adults, you know, kind of we've got the mantle and, um, and so we take it and we wanna kind of build up our own little kingdom. Um, and students and, and honestly people in general think, you know, oh, that's, that's the pastor's job to do that. Or that's the youth pastor's job to, to reach other students, um, to lead the messages and to do all that stuff. Or that's the you know, worship leader's part to, to lead worship or whatever. And it can easily get to where you know, the students think in their mind, later on in life, I wanna be that. And, and I wanna say, hey, if God's called you to do that later on in life, guess what? He's called you to do that now. Um, and now's the time to start that. Um, I think of, of uh, 1 Timothy 4.12. One of our bands, uh, they get to, each band gets to, to name themselves. And one of our bands named themselves 4.12, the 4.12 band. And it's after this scripture, 1 Timothy 4.12. And it says, don't let anyone look down on you because of your youth but instead it's an example for believers in speech and conduct in love and faith and impurity. And uh, I just love that part about, hey, don't look down on yourself and don't let anybody else look down on you just mm. because you're young. Now is the time for you to step up um, and, and lead, lead your generation. Um, so many people are leading in the wrong direction. And we're, we, you know, we can easily just watch that happen um, thinking we don't have the power to do that. And so. What we're constantly trying to do is is find the strengths in these students, find how God's called them, because they're all different. God's created us differently. Um, and so instead of plugging them into our little, this is what we want it to look like, instead we ask them uh, and we ask ourselves and we pray for them about how has God specifically called these students? Um, so even though they're in a worship band, um, some of them might have a strength that's not necessarily um, singing. Uh, it could be, Man, they have they have a, they're such an encourager, mm. um, and so we have some students that wow, it just blows me away just how encouraging they are. It's like they're always telling telling their peers and even telling us <laughs> coaches, you know, the great things that they see in us, and uh, it's just inspiring. And so so we you know we pour that into them. We're like, hey, did you realize that that's not that's not usual? Like mm. God's gifted you special. You have just this heart for encouraging people and you see the, the great things in people and then you tell them. And man, God's got that special for you and so use that. Like and so we'll encourage them to find how they can continue to use that. Sometimes they don't even recognize what some of their strengths are and so it's really cool um, to to see them blossom in those strengths. Um, and so uh, of course, some of them, you know, they they have a, a more of a strength of leading a team, 
And so as we develop them throughout the years, it's one of the cool things we do is is seeing who those leaders might be someday. And mm -hmm. so in the younger bands, um, as I talked about, kind of how we do a developmental uh, process with them, is we're looking for those strengths when they're younger. And, and as through the years, we're telling them about the strength that we see. We're also encouraging their weaker areas and we wanna grow those weak areas. Um, but as we're looking, we're looking for who might someday end up being a leader of a team. And so, because once they get to be um, older, juniors or seniors in high school, um, we actually, through the years, are giving away um, responsibilities. Oh, hey, why don't you put the set together this week? Oh, hey, why don't you bring the, the Bible study for this week? Hey, why don't you, you know, put together this social event that we're doing this week? How about you um, pray for that this week? Or do, you know, you, you do the transition for, you know, and we're just encouraging them, finding out where they are. And then for those students that someday, they're like, I really see a calling to actually be a worship leader, potentially for the student. They will be the leader of the team whenever they get to be the older team. And so it's a, that's that developmental process that really gives them those opportunities. And then other students, we might put them in different roles. Uh, we might have a band leader if, if a student has particularly, particularly strength for hearing all the different parts of the band um, and what they should be doing. And so sometimes our worship leader might not have that specific skill. And so we're really looking for those strengths, ushering those in, um, encouraging them to use that, and then giving them the opportunity to lead out in those types of things. So that's a couple of things that we see, just uh, allowing them, allowing us to see what God's doing in them and then breathing into that, encouraging them in that, and then letting them, letting them go in that way. So it's, it's really cool to see how uh, how the students respond whenever you give them those opportunities, uh, so. That's amazing, you know, I heard, as you're talking, I'm just hearing that you as a cheerleader, just believing in them, and and uh, if you have kids at home that are teenagers, or if you remember that you were a teenager, you just need a lot of affirmation and encouragement because you think, you know, I can't walk straight, I can't do anything, I'm not great at guitar, I don't sing very well, and as you said, someone just coming alongside and saying, no, you are gifted, God has blessed yeah. you, don't be afraid. Those are all really important things. Jerry, I was going to ask you, uh, let's do some little short answer questions here. I'm going to give you some popcorn ones, all right? Because I'm curious about these things. So right. tell me about uh, one sentence or less, age in and age out. How old in and how old out? Yeah, so they can actually audition. We do have auditions whenever they are in the sixth grade four starting in the band in the seventh grade. And then whenever they're seniors in high school, I don't know how y'all do school in Canada, but uh, we have sixth, seventh, and eighth grade is junior high. And then nine, 10, 11, 12th is high school. And so when they're about 17, 18 years old, they graduate. And so once they go off to college, they graduate out of our program as well. Okay, good, same, same with us. We're kind of the same junior and okay. senior high. All right, uh, next question. Is there a <laughs> curriculum? Do you have a, a manual that you've created that these are the 10 lessons that you teach them through? Is there anything that's that formalized or is it more informal? Um, it is a goal of ours to formalize what we have been doing um, for the last many, many years. Um, and we have not done it yet. We have, um, I have some documents that are, you know, whenever the first year or two of, the, of a band that comes in, I'm actually training the adults on how to lead a team like this and how to grow them, how to mentor them. And we're also training the students on how to be a team and how to, how to do that. And so I have a document that kind of walks me through how I'm gonna, the, the topics that I wanna hit 
when they first come in the door and that sort of thing. So that kind of helps. So it's not a formal, but we really do hope to. We've been talking about it for a couple of years now of, of how can we formalize a little bit. And I think that would help us to be able to pass that out and give it to other people as well, other churches to be able to use because I love that idea. But no, we haven't done it yet. So it's, it sounds like an apprenticeship, a lot of on-the-job yeah. training. Come and yes. watch, come and grow. For sure. Um, I was going to ask a question. Just uh, who are the mentors? Where do they come from? Oh, great question. Um, a lot of them are parents of students. A lot of times when they come to audition, we, the, the coaches and I, are having uh, very intentional conversations with the parents um, to find out, like, oh, hey, uh, this person seems like an angel. Like, where'd they get that from? And come to find out, you know, oh, yeah, dad sings or mom sings. And it's like, oh, okay, you like worship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we'll kind of kind of little see, oh, what, what do you think about, you know, having a chat with me and hearing about what we're doing here and see if you want to become a coach. Um, we call them coaches uh, for each band. And so that's a lot of where they come from is parents. And then also there's just, we have an amazing worship ministry at Grace Fellowship as well. So there's adults that are in the worship team that have no kids here whatsoever, uh, or they used to have kids here. And they'll, they'll jump back in and, and help mentor these students. And then sometimes it's just random people that, that I meet uh, in the church that I know they love worship, they love working with students, um, they have a passion for that. And so I'll, I'll meet with them and find out, yeah, this, they'll just they'll love when they hear about what's going on. Um, so that's kind of how we get them. Are you doing any, um, well, I guess two questions, sort of A and B. Do you do music lessons? Is this part of your training that you're, you're teaching them as well as putting them in bands? You're teaching them skills in their own particular instrument area? Yep, so it's a great question. Um, we do to a certain extent, but not really lessons per se. Um, we have rehearsals, and during the rehearsals, obviously, you know, oh, I don't know how to bar chord, or oh, I don't know how to play, you know, a B minor, you know, and so in that they're learning, you know, oh, here it is, and I'll pick that up, here you go, do that. Um, so they're learning as they go and they learn a lot just on the job um, but we do encourage them separately to get into lessons um, and so i'll i'll give referrals you know oh you need guitar lessons here i know this this person and uh, some of those people are former students of ours that came through the the ministry and so uh, we encourage that we really can't do it during a rehearsal, imagine, you know, you guys, you know, some of you are worship leaders, you might imagine having to teach a lesson while you're doing rehearsals. It, it's it's kind of hard, but um, so that's kind of how we work through that, encouraging it's them to, to get lessons and they learn stuff along the way. Oh, totally. It's good. The music part comes, honestly, comes more easily than some of the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think when I spoke to you, Jerry, a while ago, you said like one of the, one of the main kind of things that you're trying to instill in the student is uh, you know living a lifestyle of worship yep can you can you uh speak to that for a minute just kind of they're they're so they're coming in there's an audition i'm i'm guessing yeah what does that audition look like and what are you calling them to right right at the outset yeah for sure so um the we do have auditions and they're typically sixth graders seventh graders sometimes eighth graders whenever they audition um, so they're young typically in their faith um, and so a lot of what we see is helping them to realize what worship is and for 
for us, we, re- we recognize that worship is not just the music. And so a lot of, a lot of our, our interview with them during the audition is asking about their, where, how are they leading out in their life um, as far as like walking with Christ and, and how does that look in their schools and how does that look in their families? How does that look here in the church um, to kind of find out. But we also recognize they're young at that age. Um, who they're becoming is part of honestly what we help them to realize. Um, and so we're trying to see somebody who feels like they have been called to this ministry in the auditions and that they understand the commitment, um, what we're, what we're, we talk about, you know, just how the fact that they're leaders, how important um, their leadership is and, and that sort of thing. Um, but they honestly, they don't really get it until they're honestly like, 10th or 11th grade um right. and i've even had some students that come back from college and like oh okay i got it now uh, you know and so um the but the the what you said about lifestyle worship if students have heard it one time they've heard it a billion times because um, we talk about that all the time that is the most important part of what we're doing here and the fact the very when they get into the first band the very first rehearsal I basically think I pop the bubble. <laughs> they think that, oh, this is uh, about becoming a rock star. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm going to be the next Chris Tomlin or I'm going to be in a rock band or whatever. And so from on the outset, I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry to have to tell you guys this, but this is really not about being a rock star. And it's not about, honestly, a lot of it's not even going to be about music sometimes. <laughs> um, it's really about how are we living a lifestyle of worship. And, and I tell them how, how I want to see their life pouring into and out of the stage. Not, I had such an amazing time of leading worship today that now I'm gonna go have a great week this week with Jesus. It's like, that's a backwards way of thinking. And, um, and so instead I'm like, I want you to have such an amazing week of walking with Jesus and in the Bible that whenever you get on stage, what he told you all week long, boom, now that's being poured out into your peers from the stage. That's that's the right cycle of living a lifestyle of worship, most important to what you're doing out there. Because if your peers are seeing you, you know, live like the world and be the average, you know, teenager in the world, and then they see you up on stage, guess what? You're not leading worship. You're leading you're leading them away with your life. And, and amazingly enough, some of the most incredible seasons of worship that we've had are when the bands are are i hate to say it, but best at walking out that life outside of church mm-hmm. whenever they're they're actually sure. and you can tell i mean you can tell when people you know there's different i mean not all of us are you know in the same place spiritually we're all in that walk and so as students the most mature students who are really walking out that lifestyle worship the worship the students respond to that worship leading better than when they're not living that lifestyle of worship um, because they look on stage and like, oh, this person is saying how good God is and yet they're not living like God is that good. Um, and so that, I, I, I could talk about that forever and the students are probably sick of, me, sick and, sick of hearing me say it, um, but that's, that is literally everything about what we're doing here. And that's why it's more than music. Um, that's why it's, it's, it's so important for them to get that from the beginning because I'm like, if you're only here to be a rock star, is really not going to be that fun for you. Um, <laughs> if you're here to live a lifestyle of worship and to, to walk with Jesus and grow with him, man, we're going to have a blast. And the music's going to be, end up, it's going to end up being amazing. 
and all you know this team is gonna end up being amazing and you're gonna love it here but if you're not called to be here then it's not gonna be that fun and so mm. uh, that's that's it's a super important for us Jerry one thing I'm wondering about is I think back to when I was a young guy getting involved playing bass you know on worship and I think maybe it's a stereotype but I think a lot of younger people you're a little insecure there's a little sensitivity and hearing direction, hearing correction can be hard and discouraging yeah. at times. What, for sure. what tools do you have for, I mean, you're talking to 16, 17 year olds and you're kind of going, Hey, you got to grow in this area. How have you learned and what can you give advice to people in terms of directing and correcting in yeah. gospel gracious ways? How do, how do we do that? For sure. Uh, and I, I've definitely seen that a lot. I think maybe the older I get, um, <laughs> but s this young generation has a hard time receiving correction and they do get offended very easily. Um, they feel attacked very easily. And so it is a fine line to walk and, it, and you, you really have to be gracious at, at how you say things for sure. Absolutely, 100%. Um, I would say the most important thing, and it's a, it's a, it's one of our other main things is relationship. Um, the, the, the coaches, as, as we mentor these students, um, we're doing life with them. And so if, we, if they didn't know how much we loved them, they wouldn't, they wouldn't listen to us. They would, they would hear and be offended at absolutely everything mm. um, because we didn't have a relationship with them. Mm. But because we show them that, hey, we love you, like we're in here, they could do something terrible. And we're like, hey, you know, it's something you did, we still love you. Let's walk through this together. Um, and so we've had some really challenging times, honestly, you know, with different students or with entire bands. And just the fact that the bands knew, the students knew, man, th this person takes a lot of time. Like the, the volunteers who work with us, we, we rehearse two and a half hours on Saturdays. Um, and they're here for probably about an hour, hour and a half on Sundays. Um, every, almost every weekend, um, for six years of their lives. And those those adults and the students are doing that as well. Um, and so that relationship is super, super important. I can't stress that enough, um, building that relationship, letting the students know you love them and that you're there for them no matter what. Like they make a big mistake, um, that, can't, that can't be, oh, we're kicking you out. Like I've literally never kicked anybody out of the band. I mean, I've been doing this for 20, I don't know, 20 something years. I've never kicked anybody out of the band. And it's not that they haven't done things that are pretty challenging. Um, it's that we want to walk with them. I've had some hiatus situations where it's like, hey, let's take a break and let's let's have you meet up with um, a person regularly and mentor you through this and kind of get through that. And they, those people restored back into the band at some point. And and it's that's been amazing to see God work even through some of those really challenging things. Mm. Um, and so. I think that's really important. One of the things we do, I think, that helps to, to nurture this is that we, once a year, uh, we actually have an individual meeting between the coaches and a student, one, each student. And so we call these coaches meetings. And so in that meeting, we, that's whenever we are calling out the student like, hey, we want you to know this is what we recognize as your strengths. Hey, here's some areas where we feel like if you could really focus on growing in this, then, man, it would be great for you. It'd be great for the team, for your future. Mm. You know, it'd be amazing. Um, and then we also get their feedback. Hey, what's going great? What do you love about this? 
what's not going so great? What can we do better? Um, we recognize with the students that, hey, and I tell them all the time, like, we're not going to be perfect. As adults, we're not perfect either. And so the same amount of grace that I've received from the Lord, I, I want to give to you because it's been a lot. Mm. Um, and so I think that those, those meetings, the students walk out of there just head high because they feel encouraged. And we just told them maybe some challenging things, but they mostly heard just how, how much God loves them, how much we love them, and how we see that God's using them and has a plan for them, has a purpose for them, to, for them to lead out. Um, and so I think that those things uh, mm. have been amazing. It's been an amazing mm. component of what we're doing here to, for the correction part. Jerry, I'm thinking this afternoon of uh, someone who's listening and they go, yep, yeah, I'm all for that philosophically, theologically, that's where I wanna be with our church. What are some things that you would share? I know you've had a number of things already, just in terms of even the things you've just said, but um, give us two or three things that would help people who are embarking, just beginning this kind of ministry. What, what should they be thinking? What should they be doing? I would say start with what you have. Um, I think it can be overwhelming to hear about, you know, what other churches are doing to see to see these massive churches that have amazing da da da. Um, and yet, some of the smaller churches that I meet with are like, "Oh, we don't have that. We don't have Aviums, or we don't have blah blah blah." And I'm like, "That you don't need any of that stuff. You need who God's given you right there in front of you." And I think just start with where. I mean, honestly, we did not start with all you know these bells and whistles and 45 students ready to ready to go it started with a couple of students and and honestly it was the students who stepped up so if there are any students that are watching this and they're like oh man yeah i can play the guitar i really i've always wanted to do that but that's always been the worship leader's job or that's been worship pastor job you know i think that that just like start with where you get whoever find you you know somebody get them say hey would you would you lead a song and maybe if you don't there are some some ministries that I've heard about, it's like they don't even do worship in their in their student services. And it's like, okay, well maybe you start with asking a student, hey, would you would you just do one song? Um, find a worship song and would you do that? And see how that goes and just build from there. I promise you, as as students see, oh wow, they're giving us an opportunity to, to step up, more and more students will come. And I think that that will breed more and more of a, of a culture of allowing students to jump in there. And you'll be amazed at how fast your ministry will grow whenever you just give them the opportunity. Hmm. Um, we, yeah, we had, we used to actually allow sixth graders to, to audition as well. And, and they just like, we just had so many um, and they weren't quite ready yet developmentally. Um, and so we kind of pulled back that, but you know, they're ready to go at sixth grade, you know, seventh grade. That's when most of the people are, are jumping in here and it's because they are ready to, to get involved. And so give, give them that opportunity. Start with what you've got. Um, it doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that somebody else is doing. Um, just do what God's called you to do with the people that God's given you and you'll see amazing things, I think. I think that's just uh, excellent advice because I, I know that there's a lot of churches, uh, smaller churches that, that listen in and, you know, you're just, Sometimes it's the, the Sunday meeting for them is is an acoustic guitar, maybe in a, a cajon or a piano. Yeah. And, and they're just feeling sometimes like, you know, we're, we can never move on from this. And, and maybe this is all it's ever going to be. But you got a couple young people in your church and they 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 have gifts that maybe maybe you're not even aware of. Um, yeah. cr crazy story in my life. I had a, 
I have lots of children, but my, when one of my sons was 16 years old, he was a skateboarder and that's what he loved. He was a, a jock. Um, and I didn't even know one, one evening before dinner, he comes up and said, dad, I wrote a song. <laughs> and I'm like, you did what? <laughs> um, and uh, he'd been literally on YouTube and learn how to play guitar. Um, and I'd been writing songs for years in front of him. And uh, there was just something that that connected, got him, and, and all of a sudden he plays me this song, and I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, where did that come from? Um, so I just wonder if there's not a bunch out there, uh, those kind of kids, that, that if we actually tap this and, mm-hmm. and we said, where did that come from? Um, and so great advice. I think, I think this is definitely a, a, a time where we need to go back and, and, and just encouragement to anyone listening in, like who's in your church that's, you know, sixth grade and, and, and up? <laughs> and, and have you even given any consideration? Um, after talking to you uh, about six weeks ago, I, or maybe it was, I don't know, a month ago, I brought four musicians in and it, awesome. it, it was a disaster on Saturday morning. <laughs> it, was, it was an absolute disaster. Sure. It was a, everybody said they could play and nobody could really play. And, <laughs> and it was like, you know, what did I get myself into? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm the adult guy. I do, <laughs> I do worship for the main thing, but it, it, it was, it was so refreshing in another sense. And it's like, yeah. okay, let's, let's, let's start here. Let's build. So, so listening in, if you're listening, just ask the Lord who's there. Uh, start to start to mingle with parents and young people, and and let's let's find those musicians. And 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 Jerry, I, I'm sure that there's uh, you would mind at all um, if people are reaching out uh, with questions that you'd be. I'm sure you'd be happy to answer any of those questions for for people. sure. For sure. Yeah. One of our our hearts is to take this outside of. The, these four walls um, outside of our church, and so we've we've done some things that we call student worship band trainings um, in past years, where we doing sessions training the students on their instruments. But we also we op- open this up to other churches, and so we've had you know probably 12, 12 or so churches that have have come and joined us. And I'll take the adults, and we'll go and we'll talk about all right, what challenges have you had. And then together, it's not just me saying, oh, this is what you need to do. It's like, hey, here's some stuff that we've done. What what have you other churches have done? And, and so we all kind of learned together. But there is a lot of things that we've experienced um, that I I want to help share. You know, mm-hmm. hey, here's we've experienced that. Here's what we did. Maybe try it. Or maybe there's a, another way to troubleshoot what's going on. Um, but it's a messy. I will say that, you know, what you're saying, it's, it's not going to be perfect. It's going right. to be messy sometimes. And just be okay with, with that. It's gonna get better. I promise it will get better. But it's okay if there's wrong notes or there's some conflict sometimes. Um, some of those things they learn, they grow through mm-hmm. that. So, Jerry, quick question, and there's a two-sider to this question. A, what is the most challenging thing about this kind of ministry? And then B, how has the Lord grown you through this ministry? Oh, good questions. Um, I would say the most challenging for me personally, um, is the conflict. Um, cause the truth is the closer you get to anybody, the more conflict you're going to have because you get to know their, their flaws more often. And, and so I am created to hate conflict. <laughs> God, <laughs> I think God created me to, to run from conflict. Um, not really, but like, I just have always mm-hmm. hated conflict. And so one of the things that 
that I've had to overcome is that God, God wants me to not run from it, to, mm. to dive honestly into it. And so through the years, um, when we have had some the b- biggest challenging situations um, of personal conflict, we've, we've just grabbed those students and said, hey, let's, let's come together and let's talk through it. And on the other side of that, the students have grown more than, more than, you know, the best worship set they ever put together. And that's, it's crazy to say that, but some of our biggest personal conflicts have ended up, ended up being some of the biggest growth areas that we've seen for these students. Mm. Um, and some of these students that I've seen go off to college, become adults, um, get married or whatever, they're the ones that have actually taken the, the personal, the, the, the the biblical conflict resolution stuff that we've kind of tried to instill in them um, are some of the ones that I think are, are doing the best relational ministries mm. and the, the, the best marriages and the best, you know, um, mm. they've, they've took it to heart. Like just, Hey, I, I feel, I love somebody else that should be willing to, to overlook some of the, the issues. But I should also, if I love somebody enough, I should be willing to step into that mm. to grow that relationship. So mm. funny enough, worship ministry is more about personal relationships and, and growing, yeah. uh, treating other people like Christ treats us instead of just about the, the music part of it. But that's that's a huge mm. part. Um, and so that's how I've grown in that is mm. just you know learning to, not only for myself, but for the students. So literally at a young age and all through the years, we're constantly talking, in addition to a lifestyle of worship, we're talking about biblical conflict resolution because it's mm. gonna happen. Um, yeah. And so that's, believe it or not, it's a huge part of, I think the success of what we're seeing here is students being, not being afraid of going to somebody and say, hey, when you did that, that hurt my feelings, but because I love you, I, you know, I, I'm thinking the best. Like, I know mm. you probably didn't mean it. Um, and it's crazy how just like a, a statement like that can be like unifying. Yeah. I think the church, you know, the church is so disunified a lot because we're, we don't see eye to eye. And instead yep. of saying, hey, it's okay that we don't see eye to eye, um, saying, hey, I love you enough to, we can talk about these things and, you know, get, hurt each other's feelings, say I'm sorry for that and keep walking together uh, in unity. So yeah. uh, that's, that's a whole nother topic, but that's, it's a Fun. huge part of it. Jerry, so much to think about and uh, yeah. so inspiring. You know, um, Pat and I are parents and uh, of kids who have kind of come through those years and uh, are, I've got four that are musical and, and had lots of investment. And thank you for uh, all the, the 45 students that you're investing in and all those who have come through your program and God bless the ones who are yet to come. And for those of you who are watching, as you have one or two or three or four in your church that you think, yeah, I need to start doing that. God bless you too investing in those 13, 14 year olds and, and seeing where they will go. I, I know where they're going to go. Uh, mm. The church that I was at had three generations of worship leaders, older training into younger, and that old, younger grew up and, you know, invested in the younger. And we saw three or four generations within about five or six years. And uh, as you're talking, I was just thinking, we haven't used the word discipleship, but really what you're saying is you're discipling people in Christ. Yeah. The musical aspect in the musical outlet of of their faith and their walk and their worship that's kind of where it's it's uh hitting the road but the reality is it's just you're just telling people how to walk with jesus and walk as believers with each other so the uh paul says to timothy and you referred to that first timothy four twelve verse earlier so being affectionately desirous of you we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of god in this mm-hmm. case we would say the gospel and musical things and leadership but our own selves because you'd become right. so dear to us and mm-hmm. 
Jerry, it's really apparent listening to you that you love these students and your mentors, coaches. They love these students and they are dear to you. And so that's the heart behind it. And Jerry, I just want to thank you for uh, being with us today mm-hmm. and for sharing. If someone wanted to get a hold of you, uh, would you like to give out your email address or a website yeah. that we can we can uh, have people contact you? What is it? Sure thing. Our our church's website is whatisgrace.org, um, and our you can see a little bit more about our student worship ministry and our whole church, but our student worship ministry on that as well. Um, but they can reach out to me with my email is j h e i n o l d at whatisgrace.org. Fantastic. Well, Jerry, thank you so much. Uh, Pat mm-hmm. and Rob, thanks guys for being with us. And uh, here's to the next generation and uh, mm-hmm. the blessing that God gives us to invest in younger leaders. So thanks mm-hmm. everybody for watching and we we'll hope to see you again next time. God bless you in your worship and the leadership that the Lord gives you. Have a great day. See you next time. Worship God is a production of the Gospel Coalition Canada. For more Christ-exalting resources, go to ca.thegospelcoalition.org.